Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. We are in the middle of the year, if we're counting days. And this is the week starting Monday, the 27th of June. Pam's going to let us know all about the week. I'll be back soon for our meditation. What's in store, Pam? Moon is in the sign of Gemini on June 27th. And because... It makes a picture in the sky with moon is in the sign of Gemini on June 27th. And because as it sails through the sky, it eventually will make a hard aspect with the planet Neptune. It's really important to make sure you kind of double check anything that you've got that's contractual or being discussed Uh, The other thing that's coming up is that we're in dark of moon period. The new moon is tomorrow on Tuesday, the 28th. And when we're in the dark of moon period, I love to, actually, I love to talk about the goddess Hecate, one of the oldest goddesses, and she basically is the midwife of birth and death. So when we are in this dark of moon period, we are very much in her energy. And depending on the sign the moon is in, it's more so that way or not. But I think because of as I look at it and where the moon travels on this day, it's so much about teasing out information of things that maybe are not always that accessible to us. And the more responsibility or focus we take on whatever task that is, the greater the revelation or information that can be revealed available to us. So, I see this day as being a great day to meet responsibilities, to kind of shore up your energy and wherever your push is to move in the directions you want to move in. It's it's very, very powerful for accomplishing and finishing up and getting things done that have already been in motion because we're, again, waning moon cycle, dark of moon, just about to uh, hit that new moon that happens the next day. Most important piece of all of this is when things come up that are not 100% clear or that we're assuming, then we want to dig deeper so that we really understand what's in front of us. And that will avail to us the information that we're really seeking. And sometimes it means 
that we have to go a little deeper, go within a little more, be comfortable with suspended space until we are in a energy that's more about starting. Now, very interesting about the next 24 hours or so because Neptune goes retrograde at 3.55 a.m. wee hours of the morning on the 28th Tuesday. Neptune retrograde with this new moon in Cancer coming in. I suspect that we will be seeing a lot of themes or information in the news concerning water. I've said this before, water is our most valuable resource. You may think it's uh, gold or, <laughs> or, um, or minerals that are necessary to build computers, but no, it's water. Water is our most precious commodity and the one that is not as well thought of as it should be. So with Neptune retrograde on this particular day, as we get into Tuesday the 8th, it just seems to me with this new moon that there will be a lot of story information theme that has a water um, presence to it. Might be there's a natural phenomena that occurs with water. Might be that um, something you're reading or what a focus is has to do with water. But water over the next couple of weeks may definitely be uh, on the, in the conversation if it's not within these few days. On a spiritual metaphysical way of thinking not only does water have to do with physical water but it has to do with how we're all connected what we sense what we inherently know that is not intellectual it comes from a intuition or feeling or sensation of the greater connections and Neptune, God of the Sea, reminds us how we're all connected in this big universal soup and the universal unconsciousness. And so that's why this day especially, and, you know, going forward, thoughts magnify, intentions magnify, we may feel a sense of helplessness with certain things that are going on. You may be feeling it actually in your life, something that's going on with another person or yourself where you don't feel you have control or ability in the situation. The, the message that is conveyed when we remember how we're all connected is that possibilities are endless. So when we feel like we're at sea without paddles, that there's nowhere to go, that can be a very rich time for us to tap into the essence of what is. Because sometimes 
I, I, I mean, it's available to us all the time, but sometimes it's when we feel most hopeless or least able to do something that we are in the position to remember what's available to us that's always available to us. And that's the ability to go into a void space, into meditation, into reflection, and imagine or intend the possibilities of what it is we want to bring about or make happen. And for an example, I mean, the world is, there's a lot of tragedy and a lot of things happening that most people find very disturbing. And instead of feeling paralyzed or unable to make a difference, we can go into a place of meditation where we are intending, projecting out, expanding a sense of love, healing, and peace. And we can send that to individuals, families, situations that we know need support. And this is an excellent day to do it. That new moon happens exactly at 10.52 p.m. It has a very strong vibratory energy around it about starting something very big. Oftentimes on new moons, we say it's not always the best time to actually initiate. You want to wait until the the seed gets planted and, and move into it with uh, greater force as the days move on. But it is the initiation energy that is so critical. It's like when you put the seed in the soil, seed hasn't cracked open, no signs of growth yet, but it's when you put it in the soil. So you can be intending, hoping, imagining what it is you want happening over this lunar cycle and beyond. But if you are able to give yourself time during basically 10.45 in the evening until almost midnight, if you can, and it doesn't have to be that entire time, it can be a couple of minutes. It can be before you go to sleep, just putting the intention under your pillow. That's on my website, I've got, you can search for new moon um, intentions or wishes or how to use a new moon. And I have a little uh, article there about how to maximize new moon energy. And just to um, shorthand it for this is I always think, you know, pick one to three things that you really want to accomplish at this point in time over the next couple of weeks or begin might be beginning a project that's going to take you years. It might be just doing something that you've been procrastinating on, but one to two, one to three things that you believe are achievable for you to at least recognize, start, or even get done over this period. 
And then you can have a longer list of wishes or things you would like to bring about. But when we, when we tailor our intentions to be no more than three, then we are giving ourselves enough juice to actually accomplish, at least to put a start on these three things. When, when the list is too long, we might get it done. But if we don't, we're defeating ourselves. And that doesn't feel good energetically. So that's why I always say one to three things. So at that point in time, in the late evening, Eastern time, if you want to seed the intention or really maybe even start it in some way, however small, that can be an absolutely great time to do it. If you don't get to it, that's fine too. The new moon over the next couple of days may present you with obstacles or um, things that you hadn't thought of or um, a lack of energy or direction for some things that you want to get done. This isn't bad. It's a way of sort of seeing, okay, those are the points I have to consider before I can really go forward in the way I would like to. When the moon goes void, of course, on 4.14 p.m., on Thursday the 30th, we may feel a little sense of relief from whatever it was that was, for some of us with that moon in Cancer, the water moon, may have been a very emotional couple of days. Not necessarily bad, but when emotions are, are like a full cup of emotions, it can be a lot. And as it starts to tamp down or we feel a sense of, oh, okay, not quite as full, not quite as splashing over the edges of the cup. <laughs> I think I can handle this better. So that void of course period, which lasts several hours on a Thursday, that's a good time to just refresh yourself. Swim, take a bath, um, eat nourishing foods, nap. Um, be in nature, do things that just really restore you, allow you to feel nurtured and taken care of. The moon enters Leo at 8.40 p.m. on Thursday evening. And now we are in the like revving up time that goes with that new moon. And it's, it's dynamic, uh, that evening may be very lively, but certainly Friday the 1st, very dynamic day. But there's something to pay attention to on this day. Because in the sky, there is a picture of Mars and Pluto, which is a square. And for those of us who were born with very dynamic aspects to Mars and Pluto, especially the challenging ones, this can feel like days of confrontation, days of power struggles. It can also feel like you are kind of coming into your own with knowing where you stand. None of this is bad as long as you don't get into anything that is 
what's the point? You know, a fight just for a fight is it serves no one. And the battle for power over another also serves no one. For those of us with strong Mars-Pluto configurations, there is a energy that's very much about knowing how to wield and stand and control power. It doesn't mean control others. It means to control the power within, to use it effectively, and also to work in situations that may be confrontational with a sense of feeling very much in your center and not threatened. So for some of us, this can be a very charged day where we're feeling as though we're dealing with things that may be very difficult to deal with. You may be someone who is with somebody who is acting particularly abrasive or um, not going along with something that seems as though you're making this more difficult than it needs to be. So the best way to do that, if you find yourself in that situation, is to listen and get both sides of the, uh, of the discussion to express themselves and ideally be heard. This can be tremendously powerful if we're aware of what's going on. And for someone who maybe has a natal configuration with Mars and Pluto, life teaches that person how to deal effectively with situations where um, there's power, there's force, there's a uh, dynamic that wants to manipulate, and we may be effective at it and we may not be, but we are being called to pay attention to that on this particular day. Overall, I think July the 1st and especially July the 2nd, once we've passed the Mars square Pluto um, applying, uh, once you've passed it, it's still, it's still in the sky. It's still having an effect. And so these, I imagine this weekend in general is, again, it's probably going to be a dynamic day in the new couple of days in the news things that get um, declared or seen or revealed about uh, situations where there are struggles for power or struggles for um, declaring or confronting something not necessarily bad it's how you do it always. Saturday the 2nd, really dynamic day as well. The uh, can be a little challenging in the morning. Just keep aware 
Uh, people may be moving around faster, not paying attention where they're going. Um, you be sure to know where you are in space, where your body is in the morning, what's going on, what you're doing, especially if you're operating heavy machinery. Confused messages, not necessarily bad, can just be something we laugh about, but we do want to pay attention. Don't assume anything. Make sure you understand whatever was delivered or said. Once, the, once we get into later evening, we are in this really lovely juice about initiation. So a lot of us are not necessarily going to be pushing or trying to make things happen as of 10 o'clock Eastern time on, um, in the evening. But you can, again, put those intentions under your pillow. It's not like it's not like you can't energetically make things happen, even though it's not what you're physically doing. Of course, things like electronic communication, that might be sent out, depending on if you want to send to someone or connect to someone about something you want to initiate or start. The moon goes void, of course, on Sunday the 3rd, at 5.59 a.m., and it doesn't enter Virgo until 8.31 a.m. So this morning before the moon enters Virgo is just a really nice morning to enjoy. Just play, enjoy, take it easy. Once it enters Virgo, now we're, we're into high productivity juice, especially people who have a lot of earth in their horoscope or are just busy people, worker people, uh, strong mercury people, people who engage. Um, it's going to be an active day for you. A lot can get done. And we have passed through the kind of difficult power struggle pieces that I was talking about at the beginning of the weekend. So there can be a lot of resolution and people coming together for common goals. So the overall theme of the week, when I look at it with that new moon in cancer, is to remember how we are all connected, whether you're in touch with someone or not able to be in touch with them. You are in this you, you have the availability to reach someone, whether you ever talk to them or you don't. And what matters is the intention and the vibratory energy you send out. And now I turn it over to Susie. And we can hear the wonderful dogs barking, sharing the vibrations. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Pam and I both have dogs, everyone, so quite often you'll hear some puppies in the background <laughs> well those aren't mine that's the neighbor's chorus so oh, sorry wow, about that <laughs> but i turn it off for the meditation okay so let's jump in for our meditation i invite everyone as we always do to come into that nice place of quietness in the body quietness in the mind And as we come into our centre, taking a few deeper breaths, 
Mm. And as we do, let's focus in on our strength, on our courage, on our bravery. And as we feel that strength in our body, some of us might be very strong, outspoken, able to deal with lots of challenges, ready to take it on, and all the various levels of that. Just recognising where you are or whether you're perhaps one who is more afraid of confrontation. Just notice where you're at. And as we come into our centre, in that centre, feel your strength. And at the same time, Really deepen in and know your truth. What is something that is sometimes hard to really ascertain because it might be mixed up with family of origin, kind of brainwashing or types of behaviour that we've taken on when we were young or just being really influenced perhaps by the media, thinking something is real, thinking something is true. So just when we talk about really deepening into finding and really experiencing our own truth, that's something that is from us. It's from deep within us. It's our experience. It's not something that was told to us, experienced by someone else and told to us, but something that we have experienced through our own flesh and blood through our own experience. And experience is, of course, the most profound teacher because this world, the universe, is it out there? Question mark. Is the world really out there? Because the world only exists through our experience. It only exists in our mind. Everything out there is more or less really unprovable only through our experience, our perception of the world. So as we kind of just let that sit a little bit, we might think, oh, that's not true. The world exists, whether I exist or not. But just let it sink in a little bit. You might know it to be true. You might find it to be untrue. But just allow it to sink in a little bit that the world out there, everything out there, 
all of the things outside of you are experienced by you, through you, through your brain, through your mind, through you. Just allow that to sit. Just allow it to be. Just allow it to be understood and experienced by you. And as we contemplate this, contemplate the world, we are very much in control of what we perceive of the world, what we switch on, what we switch off, what we listen to, what we see, what we experience. And let's strengthen that within ourselves. Let's strengthen that understanding that this world as perceived by us is also very much within our command. And that helps to make us feel stronger to know that that we are in command of this perception. And as we come from this place, we can look out on the world and we can decide whether things are helpful, whether they're good, whether they're good for all beings, not just good for us. We can decide what we would like to participate in. We can decide just how much we would like to deal with difficult things. Knowing that our perception will highly affect the outcome. And knowing that when we are coming from this place of very, very deep understanding of reality, that we have a lot of power, that we actually have a great deal of power, a great deal of energy to affect change, to bring about change, and that we have the courage and bravery to stand up to a situation, a person, a condition that we see as being unfair or unjust, a situation where we see something or someone being harmed, that when we come from this place within ourselves that is very powerful and in command, that we can come peacefully without raging emotions that we can come with loving kindness from a place of very deeply experienced truth. We can stand up to the bully. 
We can stand up to the situation because we are coming from a place of strength. We are coming from a place of command. And we are coming from a place of righteousness. When we stand up with this courage, when we stand up for truth and for righteousness, for all beings everywhere, then we can be very effective. We are coming from our centre and we no longer have this tremendous energy. And when we are not coming from this place of fear, then the energy is profoundly different because it's not defensive. It's not scared. It's coming from the absolute opposite of fullness and power and strength. So feel that inside yourself. Feel that energy inside yourself. Feel that awareness, that openness inside yourself. And as you do it, feel it also, not just inside you, but spreading out to all of the people around you, to all of the beings around you, and share. Share that blessing of strength, of courage, of life. And as we gently open our eyes, taking a nice deep breath, feeling that groundedness and strength inside yourself. Courage. Thank you, Courageous Pam, for being with us every week and sharing all your wisdom. And thanks, everyone, for being courageous to join us every week. And hope you have a wonderful week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.